Hi all, this is RV Empath and this is the podcast RVE for the HSP. Welcome. It is July 19th, 2021. Ooh, 19, 2021. That's pretty cool. It has been a difficult day day of sorts for me. So you are likely going through something similar. How are you doing? There's a lot of energy out there. So let's just get right to it. Shall we? Alrighty, looking up the astrology doing a quick recap of the past week. We had great things like Mercury trying Jupiter retrograde. We had Venus conjunct Mars. And we had the Sun trine Neptune retrograde and Chiron going retrograde, like all in a row. All that happened on the 12th, 13th and 15th. So those are all pretty powerful uh, in their own way energies. Uh, We had the Sun opposite Pluto retrograde, which is there can be great opportunity for healing. Anytime the sun interacts with Pluto, I found. So that's pretty cool. A few uh, in conjuncts, which is kind of stressful energy. The sun, quintal Uranus, breakthroughs, epiphanies. That's pretty cool. And then today we had Mercury square Chiron retrograde. Well, that kind of makes sense. And... um, the Sun semi-square Venus. So Mercury and the Sun are both in Cancer right now. That's the home, uh, our roots, our memories, our inner selves, sense of security, family. And so Mercury square Chiron retrograde. Chiron is still in Aries, newly retrograde. That's all about healing, healing anger specifically. So You know, issues having to do with family and the past. Take some sort of action to help uh, heal yourself when it comes to the mind. Our inner sense of security. And then Venus is in Leo. That's a very social, fun energy, confidence. Um, So semi-sextiles are positive. They're smaller uh, energies that foster opportunity. So, okay. <laughs> um, let's look out over the week now. That's today. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow, I tend to skip the smaller aspect. Like there's a sezi semi quasi quadrate or something. I don't know. (laughs) I usually don't pay attention to those smaller, you know, frustrating energies. But yeah, Uh, life, that's kind of a something on the daily, I think we encounter really. But I will focus tomorrow on the Mercury trine Uranus retrograde happening. Because a couple days later on the 22nd, we have Mars trine Uranus retrograde. So remember, Uranus is the great awakener, epiphanies. It's like um, the tower in the tarot. It could be divine timing, but it could really shake things up like unexpected change. Hello. Uranus is in Taurus, has been in a while, for a while. Taurus is how we make our money, our values, our self-worth. 
um, our talents and skills. <coughs> so, you know, you, you put those together and you might come up with some big epiphany or new idea or innovation uh, having to do with how, how to make money. That's tomorrow, but of course, a few days before and after, uh, it's exact. You know, it's also applicable. <coughs> so, you get a good idea having to do, and then, um, oh, but look at that. Hold on here. I'm looking at August for some reason. That is so weird. So I'm looking, right now I'm reading astrological information for August. Um, August uh, 20th. What about my recap? Was my recap accurate? I think it was. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so... You know, the fact that I even talked about it, I guess it's applicable in some way, shape, or form. So keep that in mind, what I was just talking about right there. That trine with Uranus retrograde. That's actually happening August 20th. And on the Mars trine Uranus is August 22nd. And there's a full moon, August 22nd, that is Aquarius. So what I'm getting at is I think that's going to be a pretty p powerful time. So look forward to it and make good use of it. Okay, this is so weird. Hold on. There's two full moons in Aquarius. That is the first. I have seen that. <laughs> What a trip. Wow. Okay. Um, all right. Okay. All right. That is very interesting. So I'll talk more about that in a second. Let's just get back on track because <laughs> I lost, I lost uh, the thread here. So tomorrow, the 20th. We have Mercury in Taurus, sextile Uranus, Mercury in Cancer, sorry, sextile Uranus in Taurus. My goodness gracious. Let me just, this is very painful <laughs> getting through this. Let's just focus. Maybe this is a lesson for everyone listening. You know, y y however painful and frustrating things are, just stay calm and refocus and get through it so sextiles can bring about opportunities and again there could be like some kind of epiphany i mean we're still dealing with mercury and uranus here um so you could have some sort of something to do with the mind and how to communicate some kind of new enlightened idea having to do with your money uh your values your skills work it all right the 21st we have venus moving into virgo yay i like venus and virgo virgo is about our daily routines our health our work 
being of service. So it's a good time to infuse your health and work routines with some kind of harmony or what you love. Make sure you love as much as possible how you live your day. And if you don't, make sure that you change it up. Do what you can so that that you love something about how you live your days because you're living it. (laughs) You might as well love it, right? You might as well live your best life. That's what here at RVE, that's what it's all about. So Venus then newly in in, uh, Virgo on the 22nd, the next day is opposite Jupiter retrograde in Pisces. So I'm not too worried about that. Oppositions can be stressful. But you're dealing with Venus and you're dealing with Jupiter. And those are really good energy planets. So um, it can't get too far twisted. But there could be something there to address between your daily routines, your health, your work, and finishing up like a karmic energetic cycle or... um (coughs) Uh, your spirituality, you know, you may have to, um, you'll know what it is. You may have to tweak something. That's okay. That's all right. If anything, focus on the middle path. Every day, work on ways to be and stay calm and balanced. On the 22nd, we also have the sun moving into Leo. Happy birthday, Leos. Leo, again, is very, you know, it's a very social, fun energy, confidence, loyalty. So uh, having the sun there will kind of infuse us all with that energy a little bit, which is nice. And then on the 23rd, we have the first full moon in Aquarius at one degree. Aquarius. So, um, so this is going to be a significant moon because we have a uh, another one again in a month after, at the very end of Aquarius. Very interesting. Look it up. I feel like it's significant. I know it is. So if you're interested in more details about it, look it up. So. That's happening on the 23rd. Full moons are culmination points, times to celebrate how you moved forward from the new moon because it's always good to sort of set intentions for oneself at the new moon. Uh, Aquarius is, of course, innovation, new uh, innovative ideas, a kind of rebelliousness, uh, creativity. Cool. All right, so the 24th, which I think is Friday. Um, Mercury in Cancer is trine Neptune retrograde in Pisces. Trines are lovely, easy-flowing, positive energies. So you could have something there between uh, the home environment, family, sense of sanctuary, inner worlds, and dreaminess, spirituality, really closing up uh, an energetic cycle but it like positive flow there 
which is great. So on the 25th, we have Mercury opposite Pluto retrograde. Mercury in Cancer, Pluto is in Capricorn. Uh, so that could be a frustrating or a stressful kind of energy, but it, you know, it's okay. You focus on being calm and heal. Healing is still happening. It's on the the inner now. <laughs> now that Chiron is retrograde, I mean, it's all it's all on the inner, but um, it may be it may take a more like kind of subtle uh, energy now, Chiron. That is so, but still, in order to get through any kind of difficulty or frustration or hardship, always focus on just being calm and balanced and heal whatever is triggery for you in the situation. And that's the 25th, and then we move to the 26th. We have Mercury quintile Uranus. Okay, there you go. So Quintiles point to inner places of genius, and Uranus, again, is epiphanies or enlightened ideas. So that's in the sign of Taurus, again, using our natural skills, talents, our morals, our values, how we make our money, self-worth. You could come up with some kind of innovative idea to help with that Mercury opposite Pluto retrograde, because Pluto has to do with shadow side stuff, healing and transforming power and control issues. You know, it can be uncomfortable. Our shadow, uh, our fears within. But uh, so look for that quintile. I'm glad that that's happening shortly after. Because that will help. Well, speaking of help, I hope that was helpful. And not too painful. Me stumbling through that, uh, that astrological recap and the week ahead. Uh, in a final sort of wrap up focus on your daily routines uh, that they support you the best they can in what you do think about how you want to move forward and expand think about ideas there's a lot of emphasis on Uranus and Mercury and there's that full moon in Aquarius. So look into that. Alright, cool. Let's move to the guidance card portion of the podcast now. I do use the Osho Zen Tarot. I'm now going to bless and ground the cards in energy for the highest good for all. Most benevolent outcome for all. I encourage you to take a moment and do some conscious breathing and, and uh, ground yourself. And I will be back shortly. Thank you so much. Alright, so for listeners, this next week, what to focus on in terms of healing, what to be conscious of, 
do 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 Patience. <laughs> Patience. Patience is tough. Tough, 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 tough. I don't know a single soul, I don't think, who's patient, except um, people who are very, like, monks and nuns and people like that. I know of people, I think, who are very patient, but um, most, I think, the majority of people are not. Okay, Eight of Pentacles flipped out, ordinariness. Eight of Pentacles is the working hard at something card. It is focusing and mastering a, a task, but it's it's working on something like full on. I don't work enough. I my work ethic is terrible. Uh, so this is something that we could all develop too. <laughs> Not only, I don't think enough people have patience and I don't think enough people have like a healthy work ethic either. So uh, in this card, Ordinariness, it features a, a woman walking through a meadow gathering flowers in a basket. And there's lots of flowers everywhere. There's flowers on the trees. There's flowers on the ground blooming. She's got flowers in a, a garland around her hat. So there's lots of bloom and you know blooming comes from working hard like when you work hard at something you get a result a positive result more often than not really I mean I think it's always positive in in some way whether we recognize it as such in the moment or not um it's positive and has a positive effect on us and within us somehow okay so a card flipped out interesting it's the five of wands totality what's interesting is that i it's in reverse like it's very obviously in reverse five of wands is chaotic energy the fives you always want to shift out of there as soon as possible because if you stay too long it can be harmful uh so it's aggression it is um being in a competitive environment it is clashing whether this is with other people or whether this is in your own head with your own thoughts, uh, doesn't matter. It, it still has that chaotic energy to it. Now, the fact that it's reversed is good. I think if you work, you know, if we all work hard at something, <laughs> then we don't have time. Ooh, we don't have time to dwell in that Five of Wands energy too much, right? A bunch of cards just fell out. Let's see what they are. Ooh, that makes me very happy. So, I'll tell you why in a moment. Let me just make sure I get the order correct. Alright. First card is Eight of Wands. Traveling. Eight of Wands. So we have two eights. Um, eight of Wands is fast communication. It is information. It is moving from point A to point B, whether it's in the mind or like quite literally moving environments geographically, but it is like fast incoming communication. Now, on the card here in Osho Zen, it features someone uh, hiking up a mountain. 
through the mists of the mind to the sun. And the sun is featured on the card whenever you see the sun when it comes to the tarot. It's always a positive sign because the sun is the happiest, healthiest, you know, best, quote unquote, best card in the deck. So this person is climbing this mountain toward the sun. They're about a third of the way up. Something to be reminded. Now, the next card is Knight of Wands, Intensity. Oh my word, this is a lot of wand energy. I mean, we have Eight of Pentacles, which is working hard. And reversed Five of Wands, the Eight of Wands, and now the Knight of Wands. That is fa That is moving forward. It's titled Intensity, and on this card it features a figure like shot out of a bow. I mean, moving forward with arrow action precision. So, um, this with eight of wands is like a lot of fast movement, a lot of, uh, like moving for some kind of like action energy. Knight of wands is having a, an inspiration, some kind of passion, passionate, like, you know, goal. Whew. Okay. Then there's seven of wands stress seven of wands is a defensive energy but remember in the original Osho Zen it features a person with a wand standing on the like a uh, like an edge like a cliff edge kind of but below him there's three or six other wands people trying to reach him but they can't so um whatever you you know feel the need to defend yourself against you have the upper hand which is important to remember so don't stress out about it too much now in the Osho Zen it features this figure who's juggling lit candles and blowing a horn and um, a, the bubble he's on is about to pop <coughs> it's really quite frantic energy make sure that you are working on reversing that five of wands energy okay so this is talking about de-stressing doing what's necessary so that you're not you don't have this frantic energy but seven of wands is kind of being firm in what you want what you don't want it's taking a stand okay but it is possible to do that in a very calm way now what's super cool is because you have these three wands cards that I just went over and they all have similar colors of red, orange, yellow. Then we hit the cools, okay? The cool cards. We have the master, which is the only card like it in the Osho Zen. Uh, there's no other equivalent in any other deck. It features Osho himself under the moon, a full moon, by the way. Rainbow colors. This is all about enlightenment. It is like the sun. It's a different version of the sun card, but it's the moon. But it's a very um, positive moon. Uh, it's not like the traditional moon card. It's its own, like I said, it's like a, a different version of the sun, uh, but a more spiritually inclined one. Now, after the master, there's completion. Number 21, the world. In this card, 
There's a jigsaw puzzle piece being put into place in the third eye chakra. So it's emphasizing meditation, again, the third eye, um, intuition. Then we have four of cups turning in. This features a woman literally sitting in a crossed-legged meditative pose with her eyes closed, meditating. And she's got colorful energy around her, an aura that's burning away the mists of the mind because she has all these like talking faces around her, like voices within, you know. But she's calmly sitting there with a smile on her face, very serene. So these are basically three very spiritual, calm, meditative cards, one right after the other, and pretty positive too. Now the Four of Cups in the traditional tarot can be, uh, it's a reminder to focus on what you're focusing on, because you can miss an opportunity if you're not open to it and looking for it, okay? But good news, the last card here is the Sun, Innocence. So we have the master and the sun showing up here on this card it features like a monk in a garden uh, with a praying mantis on his hand and it's titled innocence it is beautiful it is mic drop worthy these four cards are you kidding me so again let me just recap we have eight of pentacles work Five of Wands reversed, which is staying calm. So chill out when it comes to the aggressive, chaotic kind of thoughts within. And any kind of energies with on the outer too. Because we have Eight of Wands. Fast communication, new information. Knight of Wands, passion, inspiration, moving forward. Seven of Wands, stress. The stress that can come with that. Okay? The master, cool, calm, collected, really with it on all levels, right? Connecting the world. This is completing a major cycle in life. This is something to celebrate. This is a, a beautiful thing, this card. Um, and really plugging in, like on the inner. Four of Cups turning in. Meditation, meditation, meditation. Uh, and the sun, innocence. The sun, health, wealth, well-being on all levels. Okay? It is beautiful. So, that is it. That is the mic drop moment. Ooh, bottom of the deck is Ace of Wands, the source. New beginnings, new new passionate oh my god this is so these cards are so beautiful um passionate beginnings like inspired you have the lovers underneath it that's major life decisions really connecting with the higher self or the inner self inner child or you know a romantic committed healthy partnership and relationship absolutely and then we got the empress under that creativity Woo! These are m some major, major arcana we're talking about here. The Empress, the Lovers, and uh, the Ace of Wands? Are you kidding me? I mean, this can speak to romantic relationships starting, absolutely. So remember, for the best romantic relationship, 
uh, work on the self. How, the more you work on yourself and clear up the baggage and trauma and drama that's like within, the better romantic connections can be. Okay? So, uh, but this is beautiful. There's beautiful energy going on here. There's a lot of wand energy. So make sure that you're nurturing yourself. Staying calm, de-stressing on the daily, connecting with God, universal energy, God being shorthand for good, and uh, and keep on keeping on. I'm proud of you. Thank you for listening to this podcast, what I call The Light, with uh, RV Empath. Stay tuned for more, and as always, I send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well. Thanks so much. Mwah.